What Are You Made Of? It's Mike C-Rock. Welcome to What Are You Made Of? Every episode of this podcast is centered around building ourselves and the people in our lives to reach our full potential. I hope that the experiences and stories of success from these conversations can give you rocket fuel to reach new heights and help you answer the question, What Are You Made Of? What Are You Made Of? I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is available at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy. And subscribe to the What Are You Made Of podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you like watching these, it's available on YouTube at my channel, Mike C-Rock Scirocco. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of What Are You Made Of? My guest today on the What Are You Made Of show is Brittany Crossan. Is she is the owner of Fun Love Media, an online marketing and media company based in Houston, Texas. She is also the host and producer of the Social Sunshine podcast, which your boy C Rock was on. Uh, I had the honor of joining her on that show. It's an iTunes top rated marketing podcast that started in November of 2019. Brittany is a lifelong performer on stage and screen and fell in love with the social media back in 2003. Her ability to entertain and engage with an audience has helped her build a substantial social media following and has led to her successful career working with clients and students on the social media marketing of their businesses. When Brittany's not working on appearing or appearing on social media, you can find her at home having a dance party with her two kiddos or curled up on the couch watching her favorite shows with a glass of wine and her husband and business partner, Ryan. Now, do you really want people to come find you at your home? <laughs> I mean... Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I just just, wait just call me and give me a heads up so I can clean up a little first. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, listen. First of all, Brittany, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Well, I always thank you, and I always start with gratitude. So I just want to, you know, thank you for coming on the show. And you know, the question that we always start with is, "What are you made of?" Well, that's a hell of a question, but I think I've got a good answer at least to start with. All right. So just for in three words, I wanted to give you three of my favorite words. And they happen to be three main things I am made of as a person are love, hope, and fun. <laughs> I love it. I mean, that's that's that fits perfectly. So love, hope, and fun. Let's start with the fun part. You know, you just love to have fun and love to have a good time and I genuinely do. That. I I believe that I'm blessed that I have a natural zest for life. I'm truly thankful for that because I know that's not the case for everyone. Um, and sometimes it's hard getting there, but I have that naturally in me. I love life. I love to have fun. I mean, hey, you said it yourself. I'm all about, you know, having some wine and enjoying myself and in whatever way we we all do differently, right? But yep. fun matters. And and people take that word so lightly, right? Like, let's have some fun or, oh, she's so fun. Like it's some sort of just cute little silly thing to write off. But in my, in my opinion, it's crucial. Like if I'm not having fun in my life, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. I feel you because uh, I, I'm the type that laughs at my own jokes just to make sure that I'm having fun. <laughs> if somebody else isn't going to laugh at my joke, I'll laugh. <laughs> I will make sure that it's fun. <laughs> so, yeah, see, I <laughs> hey, I'm, I I'm with you. I just think it's super important. I, I imagine that a lot, you know, my mom has always been fun. So I think that even throughout any sort of struggles we had as, as a family growing up, I remember you sharing a story about your family on my show and, and we, we we're a broken family. My parents broke up and it was a freaking disaster. And I am not exaggerating some like War of the Roses kind of stuff. Have you seen that movie? War yeah, of the Roses? Uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. I um, <laughs> and so, but despite all of that, 
the good things I, I remember about her in my childhood are that she was always helping us have fun. There was music involved and there we were going places and seeing things and dancing and doing our makeup and just, I don't know, just having a good time with life. Yeah, I love that. My, my mom, we call her crazy my mom. And uh, it's, <laughs> she's, she's not crazy, but she's just crazy, like good time, fun, wild and crazy. And she doesn't give a shit about anybody uh, as far as what they think. And uh, sometimes when I was a kid, that was embarrassing. <laughs> but yes. I look back at it now and I'm like, ah, it doesn't bother me now because I, I roll like that too. But uh, <laughs> right. Well, I hope that my kids remember me as, as being a lot, of, a lot of good things, of course. But I want them to remember it being fun to be around me because yep. once, once things, once you, know, you have a situation with a family where things do go bad at some point, like mine did, you want to still have like, like I still held on to that basically that that good stuff still stood out even though there was so much bad. So I just want my kids to to remember that and that I was nice to be around. Like she was a she was a cool gal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not like you 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 want people to enjoy the time they have with you. If they leave, they're like, yeah, I had a good time hanging around Brittany. You know? <laughs> I, I like that. Like when people say that about me too, man. You know that matters to me. Um, you know, and I just took this assessment recently, uh, this like entrepreneurial assessment. I don't even remember what it was called. It wasn't a disc assessment. It was something else. And there was one thing on there that was not, didn't quite fit very successful entrepreneurs, which everything else fit. But this one thing had to do with um, like caring about people. Now, I don't care about what people think, but I care about people. You know, like that matters to me. Um, you know, I have a company called People Building. And my mission is to, sh to help people reach their potential and, and not get stuck in setbacks. And, you know, when I think about being an entrepreneur and being successful, why like, do some entrepreneurs, do you think, not care about, like, I guess, care about people's feelings? And, and like, it's not about their feelings necessarily, it, necessarily, it's about caring about them too. You know, the business to me rides and thrives off the people. Yeah. You know? So I, I wonder if, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm similar to you in that that's how I operate. But I, I sometimes wonder if if it comes from things that we don't even realize, right? Like so or maybe we don't realize till later, but like the good things as far as for me being caring about the people in the situation and not just maybe about the dollar is it comes from without a doubt the fact that I grew up in a in a small family business owned and run by my dad still to this day. <laughs> I still help him a little bit. <laughs> I started working there when I was 16 and you can't help but recognize that a business is about the people if you grow up in that environment. I mean, he literally helped feed people's families by providing them that opportunity of employment. And so, and you had, and when it's smaller, the way that his, his is, and always has been, it's this tight knit group of people. And you genuinely, it's unless you're a robot, <laughs> you can't help but care about each other. And that's exactly what I grew up around. And so I mentioned all this, oh, broken family, da, da, da. But I'm so lucky to have had all, all the goodness as well, which the business is one of them. So to me, it's just so sentimental and special. I was just having a, I was just having a meeting with a new client of mine the other day. And they were talking about, you know, we want to make sure on our social media, we want to talk about, you know, the people that work here and like, we're a family and da, da. And I was like, you guys, you have found the right person to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really just, do all that? Did you really do that with the hand up and everything? <laughs> well, I was a little calmer. I was a little more professional, <laughs> but it was because it's special and it's really what it's about, right? Love I mean, it, I, I'm a big picture thinker and I know I can get a little mushy and sentimental, but it's very true. It's about the people. Yeah. 
You know, and the company that I work with, with that the large division I have with uh, Nations Lending, the slogan for the company is Home Loans Made Human. And that's one of the reasons that we chose this platform to work with because of the culture and the fact that they, they really realize that the people are important. And, you know, I think some people that don't and they're just worried about the dollar of the people have a scarcity mindset. And I, I hate to use cliche terms because it, you kind of get a lullaby effect when you say the same things and it goes for money or the other. But people that don't think there's enough for everyone out there, then they think they got to go get the dollar no matter what because they're scared that they're not going to be able to get it. To me, like I'd rather help someone out and lift them up for the longer term, maybe miss out on some money right now because I'm confident one for them to lift them up does them good. And it gives me a lift as well when I lift other people up. But not only that, I have confidence in that I'm going to go get some more. Like there's more out there. There's not right. like a scarcity of stuff out there, you know? So. Right. I agree with you. And that's hard. That's hard too. I think, you know, if you're not used to thinking that way, or maybe you didn't have a good example set of that, or Nobody's even told you. Maybe it just doesn't always dawn on everybody, but you're right. There is plenty to go around. And yeah, a scarcity yeah. mindset will definitely, well, it can cause a lot of negative things. But now talk to me about hope. So you use the word hope. You know, how does that relate to your upbringing or where you came from? Well, hope is, I mean, speaking of getting mushy and sentimental, that's a perfect candidate. Hope is actually, it ties in with what I do nowadays on social media, just as a social media creator and influencer in general, although I do work in social media, obviously like helping my clients with theirs, but with mine, I have found that it's just this beautiful opportunity to provide something like, yes, of course, fun, but also hope. I personally feel like when you feel hopeless, when you feel like there's no hope, you kind of feel like you have nothing. And hope is is everything to me. So I like, I'll give you an example of, of what I've done um, with my audience to help show some hope. I've talked about some really personal stuff. I've had mental health struggles in the past, panic disorder, health anxiety, where you're like, you're kind of, you're, you're borderline hypochondriac. Like you worry about like, I'm, you yeah. know, all these things. And so I've over, over time, I gradually started talking with the audience more about that and being open about it. Cause I'm not like, I'm lucky that also I'm just not, I'm not ashamed. I'm, I'll talk about it. It's cool. And it's absolutely amazing whenever I can tell the story of, okay, these are the struggles I've had. It's some serious shit that a lot of people deal with. This is how I've kind of worked through this one and maybe give some examples and then show, look, but look, I'm thriving. I'm living this really great life. I may have had this crap happen, but look at me now. And it's absolutely amazing because you know, you're showing hope, but the, the actual messages I get from people are, I mean, I'll just be in tears sometimes. It's so beautiful because sometimes you can literally turn someone's entire life around by just showing them a glimmer of hope. And I genuinely believe that. Love it. I love it. You know my mission, man, with the rocket fuel and not letting anything stop you. And the closer you are in proximity to adversity, the less hope you have. And if you can proactively understand that nothing can stop you and all problems have solutions, like you don't have to worry about losing hope. But that feeling, like that feeling when you have that lack of hope or that setback, man, that, that is the worst feeling in your chest and sinking feeling. Like I hate that thing. And so I'll do whatever I got to do to avoid that nasty thing. And I want to help other people with that. So when you were going through your own struggles with anxiety and, and what have you, like what, what was the cure for you, for you to get over that? 
Oh, it's a, it's a big old recipe with a lot of ingredients, but, but I, I would say, I mean, as far as just traditional solutions, I know a lot of people for that kind of situation, have it, some people choose medication, some people don't. Yeah, I had yeah. my, I had my experiences with that where I did yeah, and then I'm I talking, stopped. Yeah. I'm talking but, more about like, yeah. The but yeah. But, but beyond that, cause everybody just has to choose that that's good for them. But beyond that, I, I want always had to keep my it helped me keep keeping my own vision of my dreams of my life of what I wanted to be and do to think about that consciously a lot, especially when you're in a really dark place where you can be anybody out there that's had mental health struggles. You understand like you can get really um, down, 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 down. And so keeping those thoughts rotating through my mind intentionally really, really helped. But some more practical things to be quite honest that are genuinely helpful were exercise. Now, this is where I started to learn the difference between exercising for vanity versus for actual yeah. health and well-being. Yeah. <laughs> because when when you can exercise and you can, it helps you literally think more clearly and feel more of yourself. That right there is it's everything. It's yeah. everything. You can throw yeah. sizes and scales and all that crap out the window once you get to that point. So it really gave me a great perspective on that. And Watching a funny TV show. It's silly, but hey, I got to yeah. say, Friends on repeat really, really did me some good. <laughs> I like New Girl. We were watching New Girl the other night and uh, something else. And it, it is, it's just like, okay, I just, I just need something that's just like, doesn't matter, you know? Yes. But let me go back to that working out thing because I think that some people, now I agree with you 100%. I feel great when I work out, but I think some people shy away from talking about dieting, like making your diet a lifestyle and, and working out to look good. Because to me, I want to encourage people, men and women, but uh, especially women, because they seems like they struggle more than you know, more than the men do with this. But yeah. dude, what's wrong with trying to look good and really getting intentional with looking sexy or looking tone or whatever you want to do? Like, like I understand that it's superficial just to be worried about that alone, but with with it all together, like I, I think people should try for that. Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm totally with you. Like, I don't. I'm not a big fan of people that are really extreme on one side of that. I'm, I'm yeah, really yeah. not a fan of being extreme on really pretty much anything when it comes to that sort of thing, because there's always gray area. So yeah, I, I root someone on if they, if they have a physical desire, like they want their arm to be a certain size of the muscle or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but now this may be more of a female thing, like you said, but what can happen is if your only motivation is looks, or size or like yeah, the, you know, yeah. that side of it, if that's really your only driving force, unfortunately, that tends to not quite be enough to really and truly, like you said, have lifestyle changes and really, truly continue on that path for the rest of your life. You have right. to have something else and you may not have gone through a struggle like me. So maybe it's not that. Maybe it's the fact that you have kids and you want to make sure you can walk around with their cute mm -hmm. little butts all throughout Disneyland and not, you know, fall not over. Not be out of breath going upstairs. Or, <laughs> right. You know, so, kind of stuff, yeah. so I just found that that helped give me perspective on, I need to be thankful that I can walk. Yeah. I need yeah. to be thankful that I can run and I don't need to be so like, oh no, you're not a certain size and just let that be some sort of obsession because there, there's bigger fish to fry out there. I wanted to take a quick break here to remind you that my book, Rocket Fuel, is available for sale now at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get a copy and share it with your friends and family. It will change lives, guys. I will not let you down. Now back to the show. 
it's okay if you want to look that way and you want to accomplish that. But I just personally found that it wasn't enough for me to be super strong and consistent. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, I just know that like, it makes a difference for like, especially for, for us, like we're on video on doing what we do and we're on social media a lot. And for me, like, I want to see that there's some results. Like when I'm talking about taking care of myself, again, it's not just the only thing, but it's important for me and people to see, like, if I post something in the gym, I'm lifting weights. Like I'm, they see that I'm not just, I go to the gym. I'm, I'm, I'm attacking it like an animal. When I come out of there, like I have like some, some kind of form, you know, it matters to me for that purpose. Like that's, you know, and I just, I think that people sometimes will run away from that part or not admit to that part just because uh, the superficial concern. I, I yeah. think as long as you have the, the well-roundedness of it, of uh, you know, all of that, I think it's good. But all right. And what was the third word that you used? The first one that you said? Love. <laughs> no, well, we said love. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Love. That was it. Cause that was it. Yep. Love. So yeah. talk, talk about love and, and the importance <laughs> of that from your upbringing. Well, I, you know, from my upbringing, I don't know. I mean, I, I know my parents love me, but they sure as hell don't love each other and they still don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they love you, but see, this is the thing, like for me, like uh, now I'll let you get into this, but I just want to throw this out there. My, my, my daughters or my daughter and my son are watching me all the time. So I'm concerned with that. So even if like, well, I can't imagine like anything happening with my wife and me, but if it did, like I would not ever do what I saw as a kid. You know what I mean? Like I would, I would eat like a lot of crow, um, do whatever I got to do to be a role model to them because we're like a, a, an example for them to be when they grow up. Right. So right. yeah. So talk about that a little bit. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. No, I mean, I joke, but it's true. My parents did not love you. My parents still don't love each other. Uh, love you, mom and dad. Hi. Um, but, but love to me, I mean, my business's name is fun, love media and, and, uh, just to uh, tell the secret, it's just because I love those two words. That's why I named it that. Um, well, love is love is important, but the thing, I mean, as we all know, <laughs> and that's one of the most generic messages out there. But the thing is, is that unfortunately, I don't feel that everybody always walks the walk with that, especially these days. There's a lot of stuff going on out there, uh, clearly, and am. And I don't, I just don't see a lot of love displayed. And I just always wanted to be that example and actually do it. Not say, oh, we should love one another, but actually do that and show that example. And I have this platform on social media where thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people see me every day. And if I can spread that love and the hope, and of course, fun, that's what I'm going to do. Why, why would I waste that opportunity? It's just so incredibly powerful. And I believe in it so much and love, love, you know, I can now transfer to my family, my own family, my husband and my kids and live that life. I just didn't have that life as a kid. So my kids know that they are so loved and that I love their dad and that he loves me and that they can come home to this safe place. And it's always going to be full of love. It's not perfect. (laughs) I mean, no, but it's still love. Even whenever they, they, they get, you know, a consequence or get in trouble or any sort of thing. And somebody has a bad attitude or talks back. I always try to follow that with, I'm doing this. Cause I, I'm talking to you about this. Cause I love you. They'll say, why are you making me eat the broccoli? Mm-hmm. And I'll say, mm-hmm. because I love you. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's actually the reason. Why did you just put that foot in my ass? No, cause it, no, I didn't. I, I don't do that to my kid. I never, I don't have my kid. But, I, but, but it was so important to me to have that house full of love because 
even even in a situation where where a family might or parents might split and it might be more peaceful, it's just it's still important to note for the kids to just know that there's that love in that house and that I genuinely love you and yeah. and just live that and show that. And so and like I said, I just also show it on social media because why not? I have the opportunity. Why not spread more goodness into the world? Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Um so social media, talk to me about social media. And you know, I want to get into Clubhouse a little bit because this is obviously uh, come in like a, like a herd of thunderous elephants, uh, <laughs> taking up a lot of people's time. People are unintentional with it, I'm sure. I've heard people didn't go to sleep last night and stayed on there. Uh, I went to sleep, but stayed on there. <laughs> but anyway, but there's a lot of good that's coming from it. A lot of uh, connections that I've made from it. And, but you know, Speak to me what you think and how this is going to affect what you do. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Clubhouse is uh, Clubhouse is really cool. It's new, so it's going to be exciting at least for a little while. And I believe that it's interesting since it's audio only, um, which is kind of cool for podcasters like us. We're kind of used to an audio situation. And I guess if somebody wants to look funky, they don't have to look a certain way whenever they go to talk at Clubhouse. But um, you know, I think. I think I want to see where it goes. I like how it's a bit exclusive and only so many people can get in at a time. I feel like it's a nice gradual opening to it, although I guess it might change later. But it's great. But you're right. I do feel like just like any other social media platform, they can be a time suck if you don't use your time wisely. And you may not know that at first. So if you're just starting to explore and really be more active on social and trying to network with people, you, you may have to learn some lessons on what works for you and what doesn't and what's really worth your time. That's a tricky one, but I think it's going to, I think it's going to be a great addition to social media. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think that intentionality and then also an exit strategy, you should have a time where it's like, by this time I'm exiting no matter what, <laughs> because if you don't, then before you know it, two hours, three hours go by. And, you know, I'm seeing super, this is, this bothers me a little bit, but I'm seeing super successful people, like guys that I know that like kill it usually getting sucked into it and they're on there all the time. And then I'm like, well, maybe I'm seeing them on there all the time because I'm on there all the time. I'm not really like, maybe (laughs) they're just popping in the same exact time I am. I I don't know what it is, but, or maybe they're doing a thing where they're not always there and they're just staying on. I don't know. I'm going to figure that out, but I just think it's a great opportunity to connect with people. I've talked to some people that I wouldn't have had access to probably before. And it's just interesting to see how this is going to align with whatever, you know, all the other things that we do. So what is your favorite? What is your favorite platform? My favorite platform um, in general is, and also for a lot of businesses, not all businesses, is um, Instagram, particularly if the business is run by a solopreneur or just something smaller, they're focusing on a personal brand. Instagram is an excellent place to do that. I also just enjoy it. That's, mm-hmm. that's important in my opinion. Whenever people say, well, what, how do I choose? what platform I should use for my business, I say, well, yes, of course you need to go where your potential customers are, figure that out. But also like, can you jive with that platform? Are you going to be cool with it? I mean, if you've gone to LinkedIn, you see the kinds of discussions people are having, like, are you cool with jumping in on those discussions and being a part of that? And if not, maybe you should rethink your strategy. Um, I, I really enjoy Instagram, but every platform has its own good stuff. It's just that I think Instagram has made it easy for a business to maneuver, like quite literally. So Facebook business pages are very um, difficult to get any sort of organic reach whatsoever. So if you're not buying ads, for anybody that's not familiar with what I mean, if you're not buying ads, it's definitely a pay-to-play type of situation. 
Instagram gives you a little bit more freedom and a little bit more organic yeah. reach, especially with Instagram Reels. You got to yeah, try Reels. Uh, Instagram's yeah, a, version no, of a, TikTok, see, basically. Who are you talking to? I'm on Reels. I got a team, man. I, I wouldn't <laughs> know about Reels. I, I, I mean, I know TikTok, and then they're trying to keep up with TikTok, so they came out with Reels, and my team's on it. I don't do that. Like, I just give them the videos, and then they, they're like, dude, we're putting some Reels out. I'm like, all right, whatever. And, it's so smart. I'm so glad they are. Like it's yeah. reels are on fire. I have had millions and millions of views on reels and my following is still under 10,000. And the fact that yeah. millions and millions of people have seen my stuff is absolutely, it just shows the power of it. Yeah. So that's the thing, like, you know, some of them go nuts and then others don't go at all. And I, I'm not sure. I don't know all that. I let them handle it. I just, you know, keep rolling and um, well, they're doing good. If they got you on reels, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. We, we own we own some reels. Uh, <laughs> but so then the other thing I wanted to tell you oh, something else, something else that I was going to say. Oh, so talk about stories. Like what, what you know, stories. I notice. I don't know. It seems like stories. I don't know. Talk to me about stories. Like what, stories, what, like like Instagram stories, right? Instagram, well, in, yeah, in, in, yeah, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, and they're actually on LinkedIn now. Um, stories. I am. I am a huge fan of stories. Stories is where I honestly started building the foundation of the personal brand that I have today. So anybody that's been following me for like, say five years, actually saw this happening in stories are, are so powerful because it basically gives your audience kind of a behind the scenes look. It's a little additional thing. It's also micro content, which my micro content, meaning, you know, really small, short, and that's just where attention, we are with people's span. attention span. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's also fun. So someone can get a little creative and create some stories for the day and have fun with it without it being a huge video project. Um, I guess it could turn into one, but you don't have to let it be. And now stories has expanded. So stories were originally on Instagram and I think they started, I think it is all, about five, five years ago now ish. And then they finally got to Facebook and just last year they got to LinkedIn and um, maybe even there's a Twitter thing now. There's just been recent. Yeah, Twitter. Happening. I think I just saw. I did see something. I think on Twitter, as well. Yeah. Now, and now. I think that you can. Everybody should utilize it as this, like, um, this, um, almost like a. If you want to have a way to look at it, bonus footage or behind the scenes or something like that of your business. So your main feed uh, might be more of like kind of like the cover of the magazine type of, you know, if you want to look at it that way. And your stories are all of the little juicy bits in between. Yeah. Yeah. It's I a great you. way to also let your audience get to know you, right? You might just be like, I'm here feeding my child. And not giving a not, and not, and not giving a shit. Just post. Like, don't think, yeah. just post. Like that's something that I I don't even like worry about what people think when I'm doing them. Like bang, bang, bang. Just bang them out. Just get because every time you do it too, right? You pop up to the be, the front of people's Exactly. It, keep, top, it right? keeps you top of mind and you're literally at the top of the screen when you are are doing stories regularly, but it does help you help keep you top of mind to people. And it's also a cool place for people that are really particular. It depends on their social media strategy, but some people are really particular about what is in their main feed and they don't want it to be too salesy, right? Some people are, some people aren't, whatever. But if somebody doesn't want to have a whole bunch of like, these are my products and this is for sale and da, 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 in their main feed, well, you know, toss it into your stories and, and toss it in between talking to your audience. It's great to talk to people too, though. Like talk yeah. to the actual camera and your phone and post it to your stories. It's nope. super beneficial. Do you get more organic reach with stories or posts generally on Instagram? Posts, I would think. Posts? Yeah. yeah. I think story, I always tell my clients is stories are like for your VIPs. Like gotcha. they're for your, gotcha. they're for your people, people your people that are with you that are like watching all your shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
Now, LinkedIn, I know LinkedIn's important. I, I can go back and forth and be a chameleon. I mean, I've been sales for so long, but I kind of get annoyed with people that are businessy and don't have any yeah. fun, fun, like you said. Like, this yeah. is something about Clubhouse. Like, I'm on Clubhouse sitting here listening. And to me, one thing bothers me is like, and again, this is my problem. It's not the people's problem that are on there, but like, it's, it's like they want to act like they're, they know everything, one. Uh-huh. Uh, they're so like, straight laced and doom, 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 yes. very, very little laughing and very little. And it's like, come on, man. So I, I throw jokes in there once in a while, just to lighten people up. Like we were talking about relationships the other day. And I'm like, they're talking about entrepreneurs and having a good family life and relationship and this and that. I'm like, guys, all you got to do is strip down into your underwear and do the dishes and laundry for your wife and it'll turn her on. And then everybody <laughs> laughed. And I was like, gosh, finally, it felt like, like a release. Like, I don't know. So it just that. And then, you know, I guess this is something that they'll have to just, you know, people will just have to figure out and work through, but just nobody's, I don't, I don't think a lot of people are being themselves themselves on there. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, 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 um, it's so funny being that it's what I do as a profession and I actually have people that pay me to tell them what to do. Yet I still don't have like near as big of a thing going on LinkedIn as I have other places. They, they don't quite receive my, like my yeah. treadmill dancing videos quite <laughs> the same yeah, on yeah. LinkedIn yeah. Um, as they do elsewhere. Um, I think that there's a place for everybody. So there's some people, I mean, hey, it's hard for me to believe, but there's some people that think that that's fun to just have serious business talks, I guess. Yeah. But, <laughs> and that's I, cool. I, you know, I, I, I'll be in the most tense situation and like lighten it up. Like yeah. an emergency's going on, lighten it up a little bit. Because look, here's the thing. I get on a plane. And I'm, I don't know if I told you this when I was on your show, but I'm on a plane flying. And when I go looking down out the window, I see the people. And as we're going, the people get smaller and smaller, and smaller. So you can't even see them anymore. Then I realized like, we're just little tiny people. Like, what the hell are we so serious about? Like, give me a break. Like, I know, I, know, I, exactly. I don't need that. I don't know. I'm time for that shit, man. Look, like we're just little people. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Right. I remember you oh. saying, what did you say? Something about telling your kids something little about man, little, little man, little man. Little yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did tell you that. I thought yeah, so. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, I'm totally with you. And that's actually my, I, I have that big picture mentality. So like earlier, whenever I said, I'm thankful that I can walk. I'm th- I, I just, that's the way my brain works. I think like, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Like, cool, yeah. let's do this and let's enjoy it. You know, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just, I just have a hard time. I just have a hard time taking a lot of things seriously. A lot of things that a lot of people take seriously. I just, eh. So let's end this on this note. I'm going to ask you a question. Um, what do you use in your life for your rocket fuel to become unstoppable and indestructible? Hmm. I, I use, I'll tell you. Okay. I, okay. Hang on. Let me get my thoughts together. The biggest one, I use a few things, but the biggest thing that gives me rocket fuel is thinking about the me that was a little girl because she had huge, huge plans. I mean, homegirl was 11 years old telling her dad, I'm going to be a television star. And she had a plan and she believed it wholeheartedly. And thankfully, nobody ever told me, my parents never told me, oh, you can't. So it was happening. But now, FYI, I'm not a big TV star. Let's just go ahead and mention that. But, But the bottom line is, is that I think about her and I think about, you know, I, I want to make her proud and also fulfill this life for her. We, we tend to forget about our hopes and dreams whenever we were little. 
and how the world was our oyster and there were so many possibilities and we kind of get beat down, right? By life sometimes we all do. It happens. And I just can't let her down. And I just want to keep going because I have this chance and why not take it and freaking run with it? Love it. I love it. Hold on. So you, I'm going to do a thing here and I'm going to put it on Instagram, but, and you're going to laugh when I do this because, all right, so there's Brittany and Brittany just said her little 11 year old self wanted to be a big TV star. And she is right now on a big TV, which she'll see when I post this (laughs) on Instagram stories, because it's on my big screen TV. So. Um, All right. We'll get that up for you, but that's awesome. I love it. Um, I, you know what, I got to start asking that direct question more because I want to take these clips and like really talk about, you know, how people are using things in their life. They, everybody has their own personal source of rocket fuel and they got to find it and know about it. And some people don't even think about it until they're asked, but they they're, they're doing it subconsciously, but they just haven't identified it. And what I found is when I identified mine, like I just took off. And so uh, I encourage you to, you, you know, use that more often than you are now think bigger, uh, play a bigger game. I want to challenge you that tell you right now that I think that you're capable of way more than you're accomplishing right now. I agree. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you so much. Let's go. Let's make it happen. So how can my audience get in touch with you and engage with you? Yeah, um, for sure. Find me on Instagram at Brittany Crossen, B-R-I-T-N-E-Y-C-R-O-S-S-O-N. I'm also on Facebook, uh, Brittany Crossen Official. I am also on TikTok. And, and on Instagram Reels, dance in my way through life. And go to my website, brittanycrossin.com to find out more information. I love it. Thank you so much, Brittany. Appreciate you coming on the What Are You Made Of podcast with your boy, Mike Searock. Guys, go check her out. Support her. And since we're talking about TikTok real quick, my little daughter, Sophia, that we call Tiny, is on TikTok as well. And she is blowing up. She's got 89 followers down. She's only eight. <laughs> so uh, tiny, tiny one, two, no, tiny C rock, one, two, three, tiny C rock, one, two, three. Check her out until next time, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Go subscribe to the podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms or YouTube, Mike C rock, Scirocco. You can watch these and go get your rocket fuel book, man. Convert setbacks, become unstoppable and let Grant Cardone tell you why you need rocket fuel at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. Until next time, be good. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of What Are You Made Of? Be sure to check my website out at themikecrock.com, themikecrock with no K.com, and let us know how we can help you or your business reach its full potential. Feel free to leave a review or follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Mike C. Rock Scirocco. Again, thank you for joining me and see you guys on the next episode. I want to remind you, that the Rocket Fuel book is available at my website, MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy. Thank you so much for your support and your listenership. It means the world to me.